Well, praise the wonderful name of Jesus, everybody. Hello, it's me, Pastor Mark A. Stroud, and I thank you so much for joining me for another broadcast of Kingdom Rock Radio. Well, on today's broadcast, we're going to start a new series. This series is entitled, Healing is the Children's Bread. That's right, Healing is the Children's Bread. You're going to discover in this series that God wants you to be healed. That's a promise, and that's His plan for you. Remember, Jesus said that, he's, that He has come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. He wants you to thrive. He wants you to increase. He wants you to be free. He wants you to be healed. I can say that emphatically, it is true. In this series, we're going to talk about that and so much more. As a matter of fact, we're going to talk about how to be healed and how to minister healing to others. So it's going to be a great series. So make sure you check out every part. Now, go to the website at www.kingdomrock.org. There you can find this message and the entire series as it goes on. All right, without any further ado, here comes part number one of the series entitled Healing is the Children's Bread, right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. Enjoy. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, I pray that you are ready to dive into God's rich word. On last week, we concluded the series entitled Breaking Free from People Bondage. And uh, today we're going to start a new series, as the Lord has dealt with us, on healing. Uh, healing the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. And we're going to look at that today. And uh, really we're going to, through this entire series, there are two things that are really underlined in this. One is for you to heal and to be healed. So we would say really subtitle for the entire series to heal and to be healed, to heal and to be healed. Uh, so this is what we're going to be going through over this entire series. And whenever whenever the word of God comes forth in a particular area, uh, this is the atmosphere that he is setting up. He's setting up an atmosphere. Uh, so. When we are in this line of teaching, as we were in the line of teaching, uh, talking about um, breaking, uh, breaking the bonds of uh, people, bondage, breaking that restraint, uh, breaking that fear off of your life. Uh, if you were dialed in and tuned in with us on the last series, you should have had massive deliverance uh, of fear in your life. Some things should have been broken off of your life. I can testify to that even in my own life how the Lord broke things off of my life. And I feel so much better. Uh, I had really been under, under a horrible, horrible attack uh, over my life for the last uh, maybe two to three years. Just some horrible things were happening in regards to fear, in regards to really torment, just a lot of stuff. Uh, but over during the course of that series, that broke off of my life completely, completely. And uh, I thank Jesus for that. I thank the Lord for that. Um, I thank him for that. So I'm thanking thank him for what he's doing uh, in my life. So the husbandman is always first partaker. He's always first partaker. Uh, and so I'm seeing massive deliverance. So I know the fruit of it. And I pray that you will also know the fruit of what the Holy Spirit is pouring out in this hour. Amen. Amen. So, I mean, 
I'm being filled. And I pray that you are being filled. I pray that there's never a day, those some of you can really cook in this house. You can, you can really throw it down. You can really put your foot in the food. Not literally, I pray. But I pray that when you cook, you eat. I look to look at some of those uh, chef shows. They're in the kitchen tasting. How do you think this tastes? They're the first ones to taste it. They're the first ones to get this. I pray that when you, and I don't know how they do it. Uh, I, I don't know how. They take this clean spoon, put it to their mouth, and then let somebody else drink it, eat it, and then they put it right back in the bowl. Please don't do that for me. I've seen people do that. Well, it, the heat just knocks out the germs. Okay, well, let's have two or three spoons available for me, okay? <laughs> have two or three spoons available when you, when you do that sort of. Praise the Lord. All right, so we all have our little hangups. All right, but praise God. All right, so um, as we're in this series, Healing the Children's Bread. Uh, there's an anointing and an atmosphere of healing that will flow throughout this ministry. So I'm telling you at the very beginning of it, at the very beginning of it, because I did not decide this. It's the Lord that decided it is his word that is going out. So there is healing, healing. We'll be talking about healing scriptures and we'll be talking a lot about um, the role that healing played in the ministry of Jesus Christ. And I cannot wait to get into that. And in the ministry of the, of, of the apostles and, and how healing has played a great role in my life. And some of you will also have uh, testimonies of how the Lord has miraculously healed you and delivered you. Hallelujah. So I pray that you'll go with me. I pray that you'll go with me, that you'll embark on this journey with us as we talk about healing the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. And we'll talk a little bit about that today. So let's first, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for this day and for the things that you are doing and for what you are about to do right now in our midst. We're honored that you're here. We're honored. We thank you for the word. We thank you for speaking to us as children. Lord, you know what our needs are. You know where they are now and you know what they will be. And we thank you, Lord, for speaking to us and leading us in the way that we should go. Lord, we acknowledge you. We acknowledge your presence. We acknowledge the presence of your Holy Spirit. And we invite you in to come in your fullness to come in your fullness. Come and glorify the Father. Come and magnify Jesus. Come move with great power and authority. Lord, we do yield ourselves to you. And Lord, we ask that you would have your total and complete way. We're hopelessly dependent upon you. You are the vine. We are the branches. Without you, we can do nothing. But with you, we can do all things. We love you this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, on last week as we um, were concluding the series, People Bondage or Breaking um, the Captivity or Breaking uh, Loose from People Bondage, uh, we said that uh, this is war. And I'm thankful that uh, Jesus has won the war. Uh, there are several battles that we're still going to have to fight. There are battles that we're going to have to engage in. But if you look at the back of the book, you'll find that we actually won. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. So this would be one of the challenges that we will go through in life. One, to receive healing for ourselves. And secondly, to be able to minister healing to others. Remember, this is one of the signs that Jesus said that believers will do. He said, the believer shall lay hands on the sick and the sick would recover. That's part of our ministry, taking healing to the nations, taking healing to the nations. Amen. All right. Well, this morning we're going to um, we're going to start here in the book of Matthew, Matthew 15, Matthew 15. And uh, we'll see a case of scripture here. Oh, yeah. We'll be speaking from the subject of no more crumbs. And you'll understand that as we go by. Say with me, no more crumbs. crumbs. Say it again. No more crumbs. crumbs. One more time. No more crumbs. crumbs. And we'll really get into this as we go today. Today we're going to look at a scripture in the book of Matthew, the 15th chapter. Matthew 15, verses 21 through 28. And we'll also look at, at the same time, uh, the book of Mark, um, Chapter 7, verses 24, 24 through 30, it's the same account. Matthew and Mark are talking about the same account, but Mark gives a, uh, Matthew gives a little bit more information as to what happened on that, uh, that day, and Mark gives us a little bit more flavor in some cases there. So we're going to be actually looking at both scriptures at the, uh, at the same time, okay? Are y'all with me today? Amen. All right. So it goes on here, uh, Matthew um, 15. Uh, verse chapter 15 verses uh, 21 through 28 it says this then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon very prophetic I will tell you what those are in just a second again uh, then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon and behold a woman of Canaan uh, came out of the same coast and cried unto him saying Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. Now, going to uh, Mark 7, verse 25, it says this, For a certain woman uh, whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Phoenician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her uh, daughter. All right. So we see here in Mark, you see how she falls down. She goes, I mean, she's really seeking after him. She's at his feet and she's beseeching him, crying out to him of what he would do for her. Let's go back into Matthew. Now, Matthew 20, uh, Matthew 15, verse 23, but he answered her, not a word. Jesus did not respond to her. And his disciples came and besought him saying, send her away. She crieth after us, but he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshiped him saying, Lord, help me. And he answered and said, it is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. That very famous verse. Let's look how this reads also in the book of Mark, Mark 7, verse 27, same verse. It says, but Jesus said unto her, let the children first be what? Filled. For it is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it unto the dogs. And she said, truth back into Matthew now, Matthew 15, verse 27. And she said, 
truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole uh, from that very hour. Isn't that powerful? Say with me, no more crumbs. Now, once you, we're going to look at a, a number of things here, but first thing we're going to look at, uh, let's go back up to verse number 27. You can look at that in your uh, Bibles if you want to, but verse 27 um, out of Matthew, I'm sorry, out of Mark, Mark 7, 27, it says, but Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled, for it is not meat to take um, the children's bread and cast it unto the dogs. First of all, I want you to know that um, uh, the bread belongs to who? Thank you for listening. The bread belongs to the children. Healing is the children's bread. Healing is the children's bread. We're going to talk about what the bread is and what it represents here in just a second, just a moment. But understand the word children here, of course, as in the context is talking about the Jews uh, to whom the adoption belong, belonged, uh, who as a nation and people were the children of God, uh, children of God in a large sense, uh, being distinguished uh, by many blessings and favors. So, God comes first, Jesus comes first to his own. And because his own rejects him, then eventually we know that God opens the doors to the Gentiles. We know that we are now, that we have been engrafted into the family of God, adopt, adopted into the family of God through the body and blood of Jesus Christ. We know that we now, we are I believe all of us are non-Jews in here. We know that we are now been, um, uh, we're now a part of God's family and that we are also called children of God. Let's give us some scripture here. Let's go to first John, first John, third chapter, first John, the third chapter. First John, third chapter, verses one through three. And I'll be reading this out of the, um, New International Version, I love the way it reads. It says, see what great love the Father have lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. The reason the world does not know us uh, is that it did not know him. Verse two, dear friends, now, say now. Now we are children of God. Can anybody agree with that? Amen. Now we are children of God. Say, now I am a child of God. Now I am a child of God. Mm -hmm. And what uh, we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. All who have this hope in him purify him, purify themselves just as he is pure. So shout with me. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. 
Let's look at them. Let's go to John, the first chapter. Let's go to John, first chapter. John 1, let's look at verses 10 through 13. We'll be looking at this one now, the uh, New King James Version. John 1, verses uh, 10 through 13. It says this. He was in the world, talking about Jesus, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. Verse 11. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But, say but, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become, what? Children of God. Has anybody received Jesus Christ in this place today? Well, then God Almighty has given you the right, the privilege, the honor to become a child of God. Do I have anybody here today that identifies himself as being a child of God? All right, let's finish reading. Uh, let's go back up verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave, um, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Shout, I am a child of God. Let's go to Romans 8. Let's go to Romans 8. I'm, I, I'm trying my best to convince you of something. Let's go to Romans 8. Let's go to Romans 8, and let's look at this in verse 14 through 17, and we'll look at this too out of the uh, New King James Version. And it says this, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are what? Sons of God. The word sons also means somebody. Children, right? For you did not receive the spirit of bondage, again, to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, what? Abba, Father, the Spirit himself, the Holy Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit, our human spirit, what? That we are the children of God. I think somebody's maybe getting a little bit of this by now. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Shout, I am a child of God. Uh, I really want you to, I mean, open your mouth and say it. Ready? Go. There you go. Sometimes you got to put something behind it. So when we talk about healing is the children's bread, that means that that bread belongs to you. Are you hearing? Now often, let's talk about bread just for a moment before we go any further. The bread, of course, here talks about, um, talks about the word because this is something that Jesus has come to bring. He himself is the word of God. He brings the word. He brings grace. He brings mercy. He brings uh, what we call the works of Christ, uh, the signs, wonders, miracles, healings, deliverances. These are all things that Jesus Christ came to bring. He came from the Father to bring this to us, to bring this to his children. 
And the Bible says really what um, this bread is in a nutshell. As a matter of fact, let's look at this and in John, the sixth chapter. Let's look at John six. Uh, John six, verses 32 through 35. Let's look at this on the screen as you have been already. Then Jesus said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my father um, giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth his and rather and giveth life unto the what? To the world. Let's look further. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. Now we'll find out what this bread really is here in verse number 35. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me shall never what? Shall never thirst. Jesus identifies himself as the bread of life. Are you hearing? So again, as we talk about healing is the children's bread. Jesus Christ gave his life. He gave his body, his flesh for us so that we could be healed. And you'll find this out there in the book of Isaiah and also in the book of Second Peter, uh, or rather First Peter, that it was by the stripes of Jesus, by the wounds inflicted upon his body, that brought us our healings. By his stripes we are and were what? Healed. All right? So Jesus came and he is the embodiment of the healing, of healing. God wants you to be healed. Healing belongs to the children. Are you, are you hearing? Now I want you to notice something. Now he, the Bible says that Jesus did not speak a word to her at first, but when he did, he said this statement again, let's go back up to uh, Mark, uh, Mark seven, verse 24, rather uh, 27, Mark seven, 27. He says, but Jesus said unto her, let the children be filled for it is not meat. The word meat there uh, means it is not right. It is not proper. It is not excellent. It is not right, proper. It is not excellent to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Now, the word dogs here denotes a small family pet, not a wild beast out there. Okay, so you see here a picture of a family sitting around a dinner table. All right, now I need somebody that's going to come and help me for a moment. I need, if I can have maybe, um, maybe one person to come up and bring a chair, and I want you to sit right over there on that side. Or maybe two people. Yeah, two people can come on up and just bring a chair with you. And uh, I'm going to just, I want to just bring this picture out to you in a little bit better way so that you can uh, understand it. All right, here's one person there. Yeah, slide over a little bit, a little bit further if we can. Well, I guess stay in the camera range, so come on this side over here. There you go. That's good, Tito. Uh, just sit, at, um, sit right back here with her so we can all stay on the camera there for our online community. All right. So we see here that they are children different ages, but they are children, children of God. Amen. 
Jesus said to the Phoenician woman, to the Canaanite woman, well, the woman of Cana, uh, who came seeking healing or deliverance for her daughter. Now, interesting to note that the Bible says that she came out of the coast of uh, Tyre and Sidon. The word Tyre, the name Tyre means rock. And the, the city Sodom, the name Sodom means hunting. So she came hunting for the rock. Jesus is the rock. Somebody got that, did you? She came out of this coast wanting to find help for her daughter. She comes to Jesus and Jesus tells her, first let the children be filled. He said, it's not right for us to take the children's bread and cast it to the family pets. Amen. The pets can't eat, but the children have to eat first. There would be a time for the Gentiles to receive healing and deliverance, but it was not at that time. But she pressed her way in to receive a miracle out of season. Because of her faith, the Lord allowed it to be so. She came in begging and a whining, but the children don't come into the Lord's presence begging and a whining because the healing, the bread belongs to them. Somebody's going to get that. Belinda says she got it. All right. Now here's some bread. We're going to open this bread. The children are helping me open this bread. This bread belongs to the children. I have a knife. Uh-oh. This children's bread, this bread belongs. They may not want it. But wait, child, you can't do it. All right, mmm, yummy. Here we go. Now you, <laughs> they may want to throw it to the dogs, but they first have to be fed. So you can play, play, eat that if you want to. Mmm, mmm, good, here. Mmm, be filled. Mmm, mmm. They are being filled. <laughs> they are being filled. This is a spiritual feeling, of course, I'm sure. But the thing is that they have to be filled first. Jesus said, it's not right for me to take the children's bread and say, here you go, and throw it to the family pets, and the children haven't eaten. What is he saying? This bread, this healing, this deliverance, um, these miracles, these signs, these wonders, they will never have to beg for. This belongs to them. The Father gave that bread to them. It belongs to them. Healing is a children's bread. All right, well, you may go back to your seats now in Jesus' mighty name. Well, before you go here, you can pass some of this out. Hold on, hold on this. All right, now your older children, pass out some of this bread to everybody. 
Everybody has their hand out. You can receive that and just put it in your purse or put it in your wallet as a... <laughs> you could eat it if you wanted to. It's a bit hard. Um, hold on a second. All right, so what online community and those that are listening later... Those that are listening later, I know we have a radio ministry, so there'll be people listening by CD and by radio later. What I just did is I, I brought up two people here, um, Belinda and Tito there, and we cut some bread up right here at the altar for them. And they, maybe they didn't feast on the bread. It was a little bit hard, but, uh, uh, but they enjoyed it. Yeah. And so now we cut the bread up and we're, now they're serving it to the congregation, those who are brave enough to receive it. All right. All right. But we did that to give you a point. The point is that the, ch the bread belongs to the children. Many people have looked at this uh, example in scripture and really just, they really just preached on this Phoenician woman or how she received a miracle. And that's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm telling you is that what, that this, you don't have to beg for healing. You don't have to beg for deliverance. Jesus guarded this and he wasn't guarding it from you the children he was guarding it for you that makes a difference this is from the father to you does that make sense he wasn't guarding it from you. He was guarding it for you. He wants you to have healing and deliverance. He wants you to have all that you are meant to have. All right. So we don't have to go in and ask for crumbs. She said, it's true, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the table. In this context, the dogs were those who were not children of God, but you are a child of God. So you don't have to beg for crumbs. Does that make sense? God's giving you the whole loaf. As a matter of fact, he wants you to be filled. He wants you to be filled. In other words, fully satisfied. And then you get up from the table because you're fully satisfied. He doesn't want you to have crumbs. So what we're going to have to do is break that crumb mentality of coming to God, a begging and a whining for something that God said, it's already yours. Pull up a seat. Come on in and get it. And so the battle for us today as modern day believers, the battle for us today is not that uh, is not to think that God, you know, we're going to try to put ourselves in position to receive from him. All you got to do is sit down and eat. All you got to do is ask for it. He's your heavenly father and he wants to feed you. But the battle is. It's not in us pressing in and trying to deserve trying to deserve the food. No, the battle is really just receiving. Coming to the table, that's, some, that's so, it's such a, a big fight uh, with us today. Coming to the table, sitting down, and receiving what belongs to you. Does that make sense? So we're going to talk about that today. We're going to continue to talk about that today. So I want you to say with me, no more crumbs. No more crumbs. Come on, say, no more crumbs. No. So again, as it relates to healing and deliverance, you don't have to beg. 
You don't have to whine. You don't have to cower down. God says the healing, the bread belongs to you. It belongs to the children. It belongs to you. So if you are indeed a child of God, you've received the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of your life. The spirit of God within you cries out, Abba, Father, and the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is testifying in you that you are a child of God. There's no need for you to beg for that. No need for you to beg for it. God says simply pull up and eat. Remember, he's not guarding it or hiding it from you. He's, he actually hid it for you so that you can get it. Are you hearing? So let's look at this. Let's look at this. Let's go to Psalm 103 as we begin to, uh, to switch gears just for a moment. Let me show you how healing and deliverance actually belongs to you. There are benefits of healing and deliverance that the Father has placed in his store for you. Let's look at Psalm 103, verse number one through um, I, th I believe one through five. We'll look at that. It says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquity. God forgives all of your sins. And I believe we'll look at this in the series, how you will find there's a correlation between sin and, and, um, and disease or sin and healing. Many times the Lord has to forgive or knock away the sin, forgive the sin so that the healing can come in. Or sometimes he heals first and then tells you go and sin no more. At least something worse come upon you. But you find in many cases, several cases, how one relates to the other. Here is, there's no exception here. He says, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who what? Healeth all thy diseases. You'll see the word, the, the lettering E-T-H here in the King James. If healeth and um, uh, forgiveth which denotes a continual action, an ongoing action. God is continually forgiving your sins. He's, he's continually uh, healing, uh, healing you of all diseases. Who redeemeth continually to redeem thy life from destruction, who crowneth and continues to crown you uh, with his loving kindness and tender mercy. Look at verse 5. Who satisfieth, satisfieth, or who continues to satisfy thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth, so that thy youth is uh, renewed like the eagles. Let's look at another. Let's look at um, Psalm 84. Let's look at verses 11 through 12. It says, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. What? No good thing will he withhold from them that walk, what? Uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. Again, if someone were to read this verse and say, well, say, well that's why stuff's being held up for me because I'm not walking upright. That's, that's why I don't have anything because I'm not walking upright. Well, if you're looking at yourself in regards to your own sin, if you're looking at you in regards to your own lifestyle, you'll never be good enough. You'll never be good enough. You have to see yourself the way God sees you. God sees you as forgiven. God sees you as the righteousness of Christ. He sees you through the eyes of Christ. It's covered by the blood of Jesus. The sacrifice has already been given. 
So we have to identify with what Jesus has already done for us. Jesus makes us upright in the sight of God. Jesus makes us righteous in the sight of God. Jesus makes us justified in the sight of God. So when you see yourself in Christ, this verse then applies to you. And the Father says, I will not withhold any good thing. And healing is a good thing. Deliverance is a good thing. Salvation is a good thing. Finances is a good thing. No good thing will he withhold from you. And we can say it this way. No good thing will he withhold from from them that identify themselves in Christ. So say with me, I receive the good thing. Let's look, let's look at another. Let's look at another. Let's go to um, Psalm 34. Psalm 34. Let's look at uh, verses 10 through 11, or, or rather 10 through, I'm sorry, 9 and 10, uh, the King James Version. It says this, O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is what? Come on, help me read. Somebody other than Gene, too. Come on. For there is what? No want to them that fear him. One more time. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The, the, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing as you seeking after him. Now, none of this, none of this says go and flip over here and do this and do that, and then God will receive you. No, he's simply saying, come after me. Ask of me, inquire of me. The Lord has it for us. We don't have to beg or whine. We don't have to, especially we don't have to settle for crumbs anymore when the Father has laid up a table before you really in the presence of your enemy. Your enemy could be sickness and disease, worry and all this other stuff. God said, I set a table before you, so come and sit and eat. Come and sit and eat. Turn to your name and tell them, you've got to find your table. You've got to find your table, the table that has been prepared for you already. It's a table of favor. It's a table of grace. It's a table of divine deliverance. There's a table already set and prepared for you in the presence of this thing that has been tormenting you. God said, I'm faithful. The Father said, I'm faithful. I've already prepared a place of rest. I've already prepared a place of divine provision for you. You've just got to come on and sit down and eat. Say, no more crumbs. We are breaking that crumb mentality. God wants you to have the best. He wants you to thrive. He doesn't want you to go around all mealy mouthing and belly aching and whining and complaining and, and all that stuff. God wants you to have the best. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I've come that you may have life and have it how? More abundantly to the excess till it overflows. That's not some cotton candy story. That's the truth. That's the truth. We ought to live exactly like Christ did. That's Jesus is our uh, Jesus is our roadmap. He is our guide. We are to pattern our lives after him. If you can see it in Jesus, you should be able to see it in yourself. Hallelujah. I can't read it anywhere in scripture where Jesus went around all the time depressed. I can't find it. He is the default setting, if you will. Let's look at another. Let's go to Matthew, Matthew 7. This will help bring it a little bit closer to you. Matthew 7, and uh, let's look at verses 7 through 11, and it says this, uh, the King James Version. It says, ask, and it shall be given you, the Lord Jesus speaking. Seek, 
and you shall find. Knock, and the door uh, shall be opened unto you. For everyone that, what? Asketh, what? Receiveth. And he that seeketh, what? Findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be open. Who's he talking to? He's talking to the people of God. Not talking to the world. He's talking to his children. God's telling you, ask. Ask, ask, ask. Knock, seek. Let's look at verse number nine. Or what man is there of you whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, definitely in comparison to God, if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? The implication is, how much more shall your heavenly Father which in heaven give good things to his children that ask him. That's the implication here. So as a child of God, are you asking daddy? Are you, are you continually asking daddy, seeking daddy, knocking on daddy's door? Are you seeking after him? Are you asking after him? Remember I told you about the E-T-H there means a continual action. You're constantly in the presence of the Lord. As you're asking, expect to receive. As you're asked, expect to receive. As you knock, expect the door to be open. As you seek, expect to find. As you're asking God for healing, expect to be filled. Expect to be filled. And here's a side note. God's bread cuts a whole lot better than this one. This may have been a little bit hard there, but his bread cuts a whole lot better. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. You can eat the whole roll. You can eat the whole roll. Let's go a little bit further. Then we're going to close out today. I want you to realize that Jesus was wounded, not for the world, but for you. Let's go to Isaiah 53 as we're beginning to close out. Isaiah 53, y'all see with me today? Amen. As we talk about today, healing the children's bread. This is a series we're in, healing the children's bread. Healing belong to the children. And I pray today that you identify yourself as a child of God. Healing belongs to you. Deliverance belongs to you. Miracle signs and wonders belongs to you. You are the child of God. If you've received Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of your life, the Spirit of God is within you, the Holy Spirit is within you, and the Holy Spirit himself will testify to you that you are a child of God. If you don't feel that witness, that inner witness by the Holy Spirit, then we need to go back to the altar and receive Christ. Isaiah 53, verses 4 through 6 says this. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him um, stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was what? Wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. 
The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Verse 6, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord have laid on him the iniquity of us all. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. Now, many people have received... Um, receive God's forgiveness, the Father's forgiveness, that how Jesus has taken away our sins. The iniquity of us all, our sins was placed upon the body of Jesus and Jesus carried, carried away. And many of us can say, and we can say openly that I am forgiven by God, that the Lord has forgiven my sins and washed them away. But you also have to say really in that same breath that he has also healed me as well. Why receive one and not receive the other? Many say, well, I know I'm going to heaven. Jesus Christ is my savior and we're strong on that leg, but let's get strong on the other leg and declare he bore, uh, he bore my sicknesses. He was wounded for me. He was wounded for me and by his stripes, I am healed. It's time to eat the whole roll. Be filled with all that God has for you. Amen. Let's go to first Peter 2:24. As they bring it back and bring it forward into the New Testament. It says, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. We can say, Lord Jesus, thank you that you bore my sins. Thank you that I have, that I am now righteous before God because of your sacrifice. How many of you would say that you believe that? That you are now righteous before God because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. You believe that if you died at this very moment that you would be on your way to heaven. That you would be just as sure for heaven as if you were already there. You believe that if Jesus were to come right now and rapture his church. You believe that you would be going up together and we'd be going up for that great resurrection morning. We'd be going up to, to the Lamb's Supper. Hallelujah. You believe that you're on your way to heaven heaven somebody say I believe. I believe now if you believe that with that strong intensity and fervor you also have to believe the second part why eat half the sandwich are you hearing let's look at this he said who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live unto a righteousness by whose stripes ye were what? Healed. So if you believe the Lord for the salvation of your soul, believe him for the salvation of your body. Believe him for the healing of your body. It's in the same verse. Why receive one and not receive the other? He dealt with the sin so that you could have healing. Somebody sing that pattern again. He forgiveth all thine in, iniquity and healeth all thy diseases. He dealt with the sin so that you could come up to the table and feast. So if you say, Jesus, I thank you that you're my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, that you have healed me, or rather that, you have, um, that your blood has washed away my sins, and you can clearly say that. You know that in the very fiber of your being. In the same verse, Jesus talks about healing your body completely. Are you hearing? Amen. Ask your neighbor or tell your neighbor, we got to eat the whole roll. The, the whole thing. We've got to be filled. Let's go back now to Mark 7. Let's go back to Mark 7. Is this making sense to anybody? Amen. The same mouth 
The same power that saved your soul is the same mouth and power that can save your body, that can heal your body. The word save meaning heal, deliver, set free. If you believe him for your soul, believe him also for your body. Are you hearing? Mark 7, let's go back to Mark 7, verse 27 as we begin to close here. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled. For it is not me that is not right to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. It is God's desire for you to be fully filled, fully satisfied. Fully satisfied with what? With healing, with deliverance, with everything that Jesus brought for you. Fully satisfied and not come around and be satisfied with, with, with crumbs. We've been living in, in a crumb mentality. Lord, whatever you knew, I've heard people say, however you can bless me, Lord, I'll be satisfied. I'll be just whatever you can do, Lord, just, just whatever you do, I'll be satisfied. Uh, you know, just, 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 just whatever you do, I'll be satisfied. Just, you know, just, just help this poor old person like me. It's just whatever you do, Lord, is what is whatever you do, I'll be satisfied. Just let me have a little, a little piece of heaven. You know, I don't have to have a mansion. Just let me have a little hut right there beside the, you know, around the back side. Just let me have a hut. You know, just Lord just whatever it takes just just I'll be satisfied no that's not the mindset of God it's not the mindset of heaven he says no more crumbs pull up to the table and be satisfied are you hearing let's look at one more then we'll close out today let's go to Hebrews Hebrews 4 somebody's getting this Hebrews 4 verses um, 14 through 16 let's look at look at this of the New Living Translation. He says, uh, so then, since we have a great high priest who has entered into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses. Tell your neighbor, Jesus understands. He understands our weaknesses. For he faced all of the same um, testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our, what, glorious or rather gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Simply, the Father will not shun you for coming to his table. He will not shun you for coming to the table. He will not shun you for asking. He wants you to come to him. He wants you to ask. He wants you to seek. He wants you to knock. He wants you to come. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So what are we saying today? What are we saying today? What image, what are you taking home with you? First of all, you're taking, stop looking for crumbs. When the father said, I've set a table up before you. The bread has been sliced already. And for some of you, he doesn't need a knife. He just give you the whole thing. You just start eating it. Just start eating it. Just pick it up and just start eating it. And he wants you to eat it until you are satisfied until you are filled that is until you have no room for more 
And I believe that in many of our lives, we have room for more. If you have room for more, then you're not filled. Keep on going until you get filled. And here's the good part too, hear me, here's the good part. If you've received salvation, you're already at the table. You've already eaten half the loaf. Now it's time to eat the other half. Don't just stop at one half of it. Get the other half. Let me help you. Let, let, let me help you. Let me help you. Let, let, let me help you. I got another piece of bread here. It's a whole loaf. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> That didn't quite work like I thought it would. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to cut this piece of bread. Now, we have two pieces. Here's the first half of First Peter, salvation. And we've eaten that. And we confess that we are saved. But for many, the second half, all we're doing is pinching off of it. And not receiving the second half. Or we say, I'm not worthy. God doesn't want me to have that. The Lord said, you're a child. Come on in. I need some water. Come on, sit deep. Come on, sit and eat. I'm kidding. I'm okay. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Eat the whole roll. If you've had one, that means you have access to the other. And we'll stop here for the day. Give God a hand of praise. We're done. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the healing. We pray that you are blessed today by the ministry. Remember, if you would like to hear this message in its entirety and even hear the entire series, just go to our website at www.kingdomrock.org. That's www.kingdomrock.org. We will be so glad to connect with you. While you're there on the website, make sure to consider a financial donation in support of the ministry. And don't forget, if you're in the area, stop on by and visit with us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and Wednesday night at 7 p.m. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Stop on by. And don't forget, while you're on the website, sign up for Kingdom Inspirations. We believe it's going to be a blessing to you. All right, until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.